So okay, our next guest was driven to do something about illegal dumping sites in her township when she noticed that there were no designated spaces for children to play. After speaking to members of the community, she went on to develop Bumba.mobi or Bumba.mobi recycling. The company connects waste creators with waste collectors to facilitate responsible disposal and involve communities in protecting their environment. The company is holding or is looking into breeding earthworms and black soldier fly larva for food waste processing. So we're joined now by Nondumiso Sibia, co-founder of Bumba.Mobi Recycling Company. Nondumiso, thank you so much for joining us. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday, Asanda. Thank you for having me. Why are you t- tying our t- uh, tongue so early in the morning? What is, uh, what do you, how do you say this um, company name? <laughs> it's Boomba. Yeah. Dot Moby. Okay. Boomba dot Moby. Okay. Yes. Tell us about the name first of all. Um, the name actually, Boomba is a slang name for a dung beetle in Siswati. Um, and then we then took the dot of Urabish, as in like Ududi in Zulu, and then mobility in terms of English. So it's more like the down beetle moving waste. Okay, it sounds like a, a song or something. <laughs> that would go Boomba dot Mobi, Boomba dot Mobi, or something like that. Okay, so then you started. <laughs> so you started this uh, by speaking to members of the community. You you couldn't just do this on your own, right? So tell us about that. So what we did, actually, because the problem was in our township and trucks were coming to dump in our township. Our background to the story, I grew up um, in deep slot. And then I started to notice changes. You know, all of a sudden, um, 100 meters away, a truck, when I prepared to go to school, a truck is dumping rubbish. Um, a stream that um, had fish, all of a sudden, doesn't even have any life in it anymore. It's, it's mostly sewage drowning, uh, going down the stream. And then, like, because of the, I was um, after school just helping kids, and all of a sudden, kids are shouting, um, shouting for me, hey, someone got run over by a car, and I had to brace myself. I don't have a kid. I, I'm new from the trick. This is um, something new. I had to take out my money hire a truck, I mean, not really, a, a, a car, mm. take the kid to the hospital, and then it dawned on me, why are kids actually playing in the street? And then, of course, I then do this, you know, I check, mm. why? Then I noticed that the spaces are full of um, building rubble, they are full of um, community waste, you know, that is dumped on the hotspot corners and on the um, fields that are around. And I was like, how can we solve this problem? So then I met my business partner who had a similar concept, but um, we had to actually tell and make it to, to, to actually make money. Um, as you know, without making money, it's no long, it's not a business. Then with the building rubble part, we also did notice that it wasn't coming from the people within the community. It was actually coming from um, the well-off places, you know, suburban areas, when they ask for people's services to come and collect the waste, oh. um, and then the truck operators would come and dump it here. So then we needed to, because we tried to talk to the tra- truck operators themselves, guys, don't dump here, kids are unable to play. Honestly, we got assaulted once, 
so <laughs> we didn't want to repeat the situation. You know, it might have um, gotten worse mm. because of asking questions. Then we just decided, okay, let's go to the customer. Do they really know where their waste ends up? Then we started going to um, the likes of um, Randbeck, you know, Kalani, surrounding areas where we know that they actually do produce waste. And we asked them the question, do you know where your waste end up when you call the truck operator to come and collect the waste? They say, no, they say there's dumping in ditches. I'm like, we're like, there is no dumping in ditches. So actually, it's not, there's not even, it's a residential um, place. I and mean, then the dumping space is like um, 30, 45 kilometers away, depending where you are, um, all the way in Joburg, you know. So, and then, so that would speak to then some of the challenges that, that you come across because, you, you, as we say, you connect waste creators with waste collectors. It's a collaborative effort. But some of the challenges, as you mentioned, is not being received well by those that you approach. How, how yeah. do you navigate the, through that when it comes to the actual community members who may not see this as a problem at all? So we had to go past them actually <laughs> because they were not listening to us because we were not giving them any monetary value in fact what we were suggesting was actually going to take money from them as mm. i mentioned that um the landfill is actually 45 kilometers away and for them to drive there they would need to charge the customer more and you don't want to get in business with um, other people's customers so we then went to the customer and then we then recruited these guys as our suppliers in the sense that um, we send you to go and dispose of our waste in a particular way, in a particular location. If you don't do that, we don't pay you. Mm. So then, because the customers started being aware that there's no dumping in tips, they then said, okay, we'll call you, and then you then come and collect. So we, we, we then collaborated with the truck operators, the same truck operators actually who were doing dumping, because now we would be able to pay them the amount and said, okay, look, go and dump. For example, if you collected um, building rubble, we would then um, rehabilitate it, rehabilitate eroded streets within our township because there's a um, lot of um, pipes busting sometimes. Sometimes rain um, rain um, causes erosion. And um, with green waste, there were a lot of things we could do with it. We could take it to um, commercial farmers, subsistence farmers who were actually making their own compost or actually give it to composting companies. Yes. So we then found creative ways of actually diverting the waste without increasing the cost. You know, so And talk to us about that technology that you use then to create compost or that manure. You're saying you breed earthworms. So that is the, because we want to do a horizontal integration. We, uh, we have and we are um, collecting the waste, but then we realize that we are giving it all away and that um, we are actually leaving our community with the same waste that is piling up on the corners. Then we're like, what's the most waste that is not collected? Cans are collected, papers collected, boxes are collected, food waste, no. Not being collected. How can we solve that problem? Um, earthworms actually um, eat um, food waste. Black soldier flies are not picky at all. They eat um, uh, food waste. So mm. then that's when we then discovered that by actually farming black soldier flies and earthworms, we can actually solve the problem that is within our township now in the sense of Umama, um, the mother who actually 
cooks in the house and dumps everything in the dustbin and then takes the plastic to the corner. Um, she can now separate the waste and we, with the system that we're trying to create, we'll be able to come and collect the, the waste and turn it into um, compost or actually protein feed through um, black soldier flies. Okay, so how do people get more involved then? You're saying you're based in the Deep Slot area? Yes. Um, so what people do is that they bring their waste to our site most of the time. We we actually incentivize them. During winter, what we did is that we had, um, because we collect waste, we had a lot of wood. So people need wood um, to warm up their places. Some of them, they actually cook with the wood. So they would come with their plastics of food waste and they will exchange that um, with taking wood. So it's different from them going and buying the wood. They would just exchange. So it was a bartering system that we actually introduced and it worked very well. We are currently um, developing in that space. As, as, as we're saying, we are actually um, diving into doing this. Mm. So we are looking into other solutions for summer, you know, because wood might not work well for in normal households because they don't need uh, much fire, you know. But then the the other person who does Shisanyama would would actually use that. So yeah. that's the system that we are actually working on to solve the problem and to actually get the community involved and educated um, in terms of um, food waste processing and in this uh, incentivizing them for their actions because that's what we notice matters the most. All right. Well, I'm sure you didn't know it would get to this. I mean, now you've gone into agriculture, you've gone into being <laughs> an agent for businesses, <laughs> and it started with just wanting to create a space for children to play. So are those yeah. spaces uh, those spaces created then currently for, for children uh, uh, because of what you guys are doing? So currently there is less waste, I would honestly say, and we have honestly just tried to say, because we have spoken to the Department of Housing and it was really difficult. Um, I'm not sure whether it's through political reasons or what, but they they, they were not so active in terms of um, moving, um, like collaborating with us to make sure that people don't dump in the area. So we are still working on that. But what we are doing right now is through like through rehabilitating the streets where the kids play, we are actually... <laughs> Uh, making that space more available for kids in the spaces where there is no tar road, because awesome. if the streets are not tar, I mean, if the streets are not level, then they can't play anywhere else because the water is everywhere. So we just um, adjusted to what we could at the time. We are still working um, on solutions to the problem of kids. Like for example, mm. we're thinking of turning these hot spots of um, of um, household dumping, you know, into a park, a mini park where kids can actually play and be safe in those areas. So these are things that are on the pipeline, honestly. Awesome. How do people get in touch with you guys, your social media handles and website? So um, our Facebook is Mobi. Um We have a page there. Um, we, with our website, is also Mobi, but it's currently not up. So we use WhatsApp. 
But honestly, our Facebook is the most active and interactive. Um, we we post there and people, we have okay. a huge community there. So awesome. Boomba.mobi. Boomba.mobi sounds like a song. Boomba.mobi, like a cartoon series would have a song like that. And I love that because you started actually wanting to create spaces for children to play. And I think that name just touches on on that. Thank you so much for what you're doing, Nondomiso, and changing the lives of the people around you and uh, our environment, making sure that it is what it is. Thanks for joining us. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, Thank you. Boomba.mobi is spelled B-O-O-M-B-A-D-O-T-M-O-B-I.